Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water... Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? We're going to do a quick little football roundup. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and we're back baby it's the charity stripe pitch your free throws because they're free so 370 coming hot at you guys and so 369 and i'm joined on this one by alex toss me the rock disopolis and nicholas snacks Kreider. and we're going to give you some quick hitters two things each that we were surprised about could be in college could be the nfl i'll kick us off um one bet that we were discussing before the weekend, Nick, we were sitting on your couch um, in your living room with some of our other friends. Your significant other had baked us these pumpkin biscuits, of which I ate three personally. I can't speak for anybody else, like as Bill Walton would say, but I can't speak. I had for one. Myself. You had one. I had a plethora of them, which was one of my SAT words that I spelled wrong. Fun it's fact. It's funny that you had three of them. Yeah. And you called them biscuits, but they were actually cinnamon rolls. Were they pumpkin cinnamon rolls? They were you didn't pumpkin even, cinnamon rolls, yes, from Trader Joe's. You didn't even know what you were eating. They they were just that tasty. You just they were putting them yeah. down. It was the sugar. I don't honestly I've been craving sugar for like the last year so much. I could tell it to be type two, but who cares at this point? What are we yeah, so what happens when you stop eating meat? You cut that out of your diet and you crave something something different. Mm, yeah, you know what I crave though? Really? Touchdowns. Yeah, that's what you crave. Damn, you beat me to it. Uh, a lot of touchdowns for one team, not a lot of touchdowns for the other team. My big surprise. We were on the couch and we were talking about that Georgia-Arkansas game. And Nick, you took Arkansas Razorbacks plus 18 and a half and turned to me and looked me in the eye before you grabbed my wrist. And you said, I should be doing this, right? And I was like, yeah, of course. They're at least going to cover the 18 and a half. And they got absolutely piped in Athens. That Georgia team, one of our... Brethren on the Horns Up podcast, Quan Cosby said that the Georgia team is the best team in college football. And I kind of snuffed him when he said that because I felt the Crimson Tide was. But no, it is the Bulldogs, that defense. And I don't even think their offense is up to snuff yet. I think that's still got a lot to kick. But well, that, that was their backup quarterback. Yeah. 
but he's played though. Bennett's played. He's got, it's not like a back and forth that has yet to play. And even JT Daniels has not been that spectacular, but that, that Anderson kid like toss before we got on air, you asked me if Thibodeau was a lock to be the first overall pick barring a team picking number one, doesn't need a quarterback. And honestly, this Anderson kid who's an outside linebacker for Georgia. He, he's going to give Thibodeau a run for his money. He's an absolute monster. And I'm, I was shocked that Georgia team absolutely blanked Arkansas. Like they didn't put up any point. They put up 40 against us and they put up nothing against the Bulldogs. We put up as many points as they did on Saturday. And I slept from one to 4 PM. Like, by the way, after I ate those cinnamon slash scone slash pumpkin biscuits from Trader Yehuda's, I went back to my couch and fell asleep. I didn't even make it to the bed. And I put up as many points as the Razorbacks did. Shocking to me. Yeah. I mean, we were partying after our boys took that, that big W against TCU. So mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Well-deserved nap. Thank you. Yeah, I've, I hadn't napped in a minute, but I was glad I got one in there. What were some surprises for you guys? Don't be shy. Tell me. Speak to me. Well, I think you got to start with the biggest surprise of the weekend, and that's the Titans falling to the Jets in mm. overtime. Yeah. Now, no one thought the Jets were going to win this game, in my opinion. Nope. But I just think it's really surprising surprising that they were able to do it against a team like the Titans, right? We were talking last episode about the Jets potentially going winless this season, right? We're looking ahead at their schedule and saying, oh, well, they play the Texans, you know, there's definitely some easy games. They play the Jags, but no, they beat the Titans, a team that people have probably in their top 10, maybe top five power rankings to start this season, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. they didn't have Julio Jones. They didn't have AJ Brown, but still you got Derrick Henry, you got a great defense. You got Tannehill who plays, who's been playing great this season and great last season. So it was a really surprising victory for them. And uh, it just goes to show you that every team in the NFL can be any team in the NFL. In any, any given, given Sunday. Sunday. They're all professionals. Mm-hmm. They're all professionals Thursday too now or Monday. Mm-hmm. I, I do think but they're all professionals here in this league. A little bit. I'm going to Lee Corso it a little bit and go, well, 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 not so fast, my friend, because mm. I thought that I said the Jets were going to win a game last week. And Nick, I thought I swayed you a little bit. You you came, you were on my side that they would win one game, right? Josh was vehemently right. Right. No, I, I was denying you. I was it. He was a denier. I yeah, was I was with you. I'm just saying we looked at the schedule. We're talking about the Texans and the, and the Jaguars, but right. we were not thinking about the Titans. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and, and I think to me, they've secured themselves, the Titans amongst the Jags, the Texans, and the Colts as the worst division in football. Yes, and I want to give some pushback a little bit. I don't think their defense is that great, to be honest, nor do I think T- Tannehill's been that spectacular. And I got to give an, an opposite of a shout-out to their offensive line. He's been, he's been sacked the most in the NFL. And by the way, the Jets sacked him seven times. They sacked his lunch seven times. I, I dare I say, does he miss our compadre? He misses Arturo. Arthur Smith. For those yeah. of you who don't know, Arthur Smith is our boss's brother in law. Shout out to his family, as always. Arthur Smith, I, I think it's definitely. Can you guys hear that? I swear to effing God. If you heard that in the background, that's ESPN. And one of my biggest gripes with ESPN. They play commercials, even though I'm an ESPN they play ads in the middle. Yeah. I, j- I literally just muted my computer because ESPN played a commercial on a, on a page that I have been sitting on for 
over 10 minutes. I've been sitting on that nowhere. page for a while. It's pathetic. Like ESPN plus member. Are you an, you're an ESPN plus member, right? Nicholas. No, I'm not. Wait, how, yeah. how are you going to expose him like that on the pod? Dude, that's kind of ruthless. I did. I mean, I the guy runs a sports podcast. I figure if ESPN, he ESPN, he drives a nice car. You're not. ESPN. I mean, I think yeah, Nick's just my company is, doesn't. My company doesn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Nick's but, a savvy <laughs> vet, though. Now he knows that you have the ESPN Plus, and he's just going to take your login, Josh. That's the for way to sure. Do it. Well, yeah. I mean, as long as you don't tinker with my lineups, take my take my whole thing. I don't care. You could use the the, the people's login, in fact, for that matter. But if I'm an ESPN Plus member, I shouldn't have these bogus commercials on my pages. I agree. I agree. If you, I literally if, had this thought today, I need to find someone that works at ESPN. That's not my ex-girlfriend and talk to them about um, getting rid of that, even though she did tell me recently that she's working with ESPN plus. So I may not have a choice anyway. That's a great surprise, Nick. And that's a podcast for another time, maybe on our round two of roaring. Is, 20s. is it a surprise <laughs> that Josh brought up ESPN plus now? It seems like it wasn't. That's all I'll say. All right. What's your surprise, Mr. Dark? My surprise. It's not not really a surprise. I just want to pose a question to y'all. Sure. Obviously, we're, we're four weeks in now or we're through four weeks. Do you have, you know, we made our, our preseason Super Bowl picks. Mm. The top four to six teams. Has that completely changed for you? Or do you feel kind of the same way teams that we had in there were the Bills? the chiefs we had the packers the seahawks the bucks am i missing any that we threw out there to, to get there kind of far i think someone threw the rams in there at one point yeah um and here the cardinals are at four and up well yeah. i think the cardinals I, for me i think i think they've definitely changed a little bit i mean i think you take the seahawks out of there um i, I think the cowboys slide in there yeah i think I think the Chargers slide in there. I mean, the Chargers have played really great football. I mean, their only loss is to the Cowboys, who I just mentioned. And they did take down the Chiefs, and they did just get that win against the Raiders in impressive fashion in a home-away game for them. Um, and how about that lightning delay? I mean, that was just poetic that they got that win after that. So, uh, But I do think that it's changed a little bit. And obviously, yeah, the Cardinals, I think, deserve some respect on their name, so we'll put them in there as well. But the rest of the teams that we've we've talked about are, are pretty much kind of holding their weight as well. I mean, the Bills have been just annihilating their opponents. They have been annihilating their opponents. They lost week one. They crushed the Dolphins team with the backup quarterback in. They beat the Texans team. And this Texans team without Terod Taylor, even with him, honestly, may be one of the most pathetic teams I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, the football yeah, team Davis Mills had like negative four points in fantasy. Yeah, he absolutely stinks on ice. Uh, this football team, meh. I think they're a little disappointing, to be quite honest. Um, I think the Cowboys is a great addition. I obviously can't poo-poo the Cardinals. They agree the Cardinals additions and the decision not to get rid of Chandler Jones is fantastic. Um, any other teams I want to... Uh, to be honest, I'm a little underwhelmed by the Bills and obviously the Chiefs. But here's, pretty the, much- thing, here's the thing about the Bills and the Cowboys in the AFC and NFC East respectively is that their divisions are not very good and they should be able to mop up wins and and secure themselves. This is an early prediction, but secure themselves a a two or a one spot in the playoffs because of their ease of schedule. Yeah. Well, Josh Allen 
a popular preseason MVP has not looked like the MVP thus far. That I will say. He's the been defense has the defense has gotten better. Yeah, I mean the defense is great. They, they you know they just did a good job with drafting guys. They took uh, Greg Russo. They took you know they draft guys in the line across the board. It's they Epinesa. They, they they get guys in there. Ed Oliver. It, it's that's how you win. You win on the line, and we say it time and time again. Just like people just make not great picks for their friend. Like the Falcons, like I said it to you this weekend or like last weekend. Like, I don't care how good Kyle Pitts may be, and he's been okay so far. Like, you had no business passing in Micah Parsons and or Patrick Sertan. Like, it's it's an it's honestly an embarrassment that they did that. It's pathetic. It's pathetic because their defense is not good. Taylor Heineke put up 34 points on them. So it's a good question, though. Toss, we'll stay with you, man. What's your other surprise? My other surprise is that Trevon Diggs is the best corner in football right now. And it's maybe not a surprise because if you just watch the guy play, he's got five interceptions through four games. But this is, I mean, like, I hate to toot our own team's horns, Mm -hmm. Nick, but our teams are really playing well. And the one loss that both of them have are against good teams. Their Mm -hmm. defense, both of the defenses are are shored up and they've got quarterbacks who on any given night can be top five quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, these teams are, are built to last and I'm, I'm really excited to, I I finally feel like the two of us, at least over the past, like four or five years, we've had teams that we're excited about and we'll always root for our teams, obviously, but these are the, this is the most sure I've been of, of how solid across the board, both of our teams are. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's really fun. I mean, I had the prediction that the Cowboys and the Chargers would make the Super Bowl together. I think, but two two years ago, three years ago, maybe we did mm-hmm. it on our show, and uh, they've been disappointing us for the past 15, 20 years. So, <laughs> I think it's time that they both kind of get to that position where they can find success for their fan bases or lack of fan base for for me, not you. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you point to the fact that they have these two quarterbacks here that are both MVP caliber quarterbacks and both really young Dak coming off that injury. He's going to look like probably he'll be the comeback player of the year and Herbert emerging as one of the MVP front runners. I think, I mean, he's been playing some really clean football, making great decisions. I mean, the receiving core on both sides for the Cowboys and for the chargers, you know, those could be two of the best duos in the NFL with CD lamb and Mari Cooper, and then Mike Will and, and Keenan Allen. I mean, it, it just, it's all coming together for both teams and both teams are really healthy. And, uh, you know, it's starting to kind of look like the success that was promised. I mean, we are only four weeks into the season. Anything can happen. Injuries right. happen. Teams fall apart, but mm-hmm. it just seems like the narrative is a little different these days. Speaking of narrative, Josh, I want to ask you a couple of quick questions, please. Your... Yankees, not your Yankees, your Red Sox play the Yankees mm. tonight in a wild card game. How are you feeling about that? And also, how are you feeling on the heels of this Sunday night game? Brady, you know, against the Pats. What do you think? What are you feeling from it as a fan, as a Brady fan, and also as a Patriots fan? How does it settle I with you? I am. Thank, thank you for asking about the wild card game. We're going to do baseball when we get to our radio show. Because uh, we'll have everything cleared up as far as what the playoffs will really look like post wild card. 
Um, I'll do a couple quick touches on it. Nick, if you want to bounce in as well on the baseball uh, factor for the wild card games, um, Patriots seems like the overwhelming sentiment amongst fans was we're going to cheer for Tom when he runs out in the field, but then we're Pats fans through and through, which was exactly what I've, which is what I've been, which is what some of our friends who are Patriots fans. We've kind of questioned them, but it honestly seems like they are Patriots fans through and through. Like we always want Tom to do well, but when he comes into our house at Foxborough, you know, we want to put up a fight. We want to beat him. And honestly, I, I had slinged the game. I DVR'd it, which was a great decision on my part. I knew we wouldn't be able to run the ball. That was a given. Uh, Tom didn't look great. The thing about Belichick is I'll say this through and through. I think Tom Brady is the GOAT, but I do think Bill Belichick is, is well the GOAT. And even in week three, week four, his defense is looking solid, and it just keeps getting better. He's one of the best defensive minds, if not the best defensive mind in the history of the game. Um, Mac Jones is not there yet, but he's still a rookie, and I'm very impressed with what I've seen of him. Uh, I like the Hunter Henry edition. The rain was spectacular. I think this Bucks team full tilt with Gronk in there. I think they do need all their pieces. But when they, they have all their pieces, they'll be on full cylinders. I just think there's a Patriots. Like I said at the beginning of the Patriots defense is tough, man. And I, I think they put up a great fight. Um, very nice game. I wish it went for and fourth down. I think that Nick folk is a good kicker. He's not that guy, especially in the rain. That's going to hit that 56 yarder. Yeah. Um, and I would have loved to, I, Mac was playing well. I would have loved to have seen him go to Bourne, go to Henry. Um, honestly, it's like a lot. Of, it's an unfortunate series of event, events for us this season. I think that Saints game was was a disaster. But outside of that, that fumble with the Dolphins, the, lo- the loss of James White is killer for this young quarterback. Clearly, they had a connection. Um, so it may be a retooling year, but I, I do have a lot of faith in this team. Yeah, I think the Red Sox. I think yeah, McDaniel's. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say I think McDaniel's should have taken a page from uh from brandon staley's book i mean that I mean, guy has the biggest balls ever you guys got yeah. testicles the size of my thigh. I mean, he's he's perfect this year going for it from fourth down right i mean he did it twice in this game against the raiders mm-hmm. so yeah very very ballsy and i love it i mean he's a rookie coach and he's making those decisions he's really not he's not scared of of that situation i think if anything people have more respect for him in that sense i mean Obviously, it's easier to say when he does convert those, people would be calling for his head, though, if he's not converting those, right? If he's over four. But they said it on the telecast, you know, he's consistent with his calls. So I like it. It shows a lot of guts, and I'm all for it. And trust in your personnel, right? I mean, this came out, I know he's Staley's guy, but he's had some, uh, it's been a bumpy start for him. And since he's taken the job from Badgley, and, and you've got Herbert, and you've got weapons, like you mentioned earlier, like, Trust those guys. Let them do their thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I completely agree. The one thing I will say about the the last, I mean, I don't want to harp too much on this Chargers team anymore, but um, I think it'd been cool to give this Gano an opportunity to nail that field goal at the end, opposed to that that punt that he made. I mean, it was a great punt, but uh, it would have done something for his confidence, I believe, if he were to nail that field goal. Mm. Yeah. I, I tossed it, go field goal. I said, go punt. We were split on that. I think I, I, I see it both ways. Um, yeah. I just think it's not a high pressure situation, right? A guy who's kind of had a bumpy road already, like we just mentioned, who's mixed, missed some extra points. 
just get a little more confidence, you know, behind him. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. he's got a small sample size in the NFL. So, you know, it's not a pressure, it's not a, a, a pressure kick where if you miss it, the game is on the line, or if you make it, the game is on the line. It's just go get us three points. That's it. This is a practice kick for you. Yeah. I, again, like, look, you can't, that's a very nitpicky thing. I, it's, I was, I was tossed on it. I, I, I see your, your outlook I did not have in mind when I was weighing my decision at the time. Looking at that, I was, I would have gone kick in that case, but you, you cough on them and that defense is playing lights out at that point. So yeah. I really love what I saw of the defense. But going to your point about the wild card situation, um, no, I told you, you know, you know my answer to this, but I appreciate you bringing it up on the show. Like I've said, I'm not confident. I know it's at Fenway. That's exciting. I hope JD Martinez plays. His ankle got ticked up on a running into the outfield, which can we put the damn DH in the NL already? Like, what fucking year is this? Like, what is this 1913? Put the DH in there so JD Martinez doesn't have to run out into the outfield, twist his ankle on second base. Evaldi got absolutely decimated. I mean, he's pitched fine against the Yankees in the past, but last time out against the Yankees, and I'm hoping that was, you know, that the lump game where he got absolutely decimated for seven runs and in two innings. Uh, it's in Fenway. This is, look, if you're the Yankees and you lose this game, I don't know what you do because I guess you you can't even have it on Boone's head. It, we'll see what happens. We'll see what it comes to. If it comes down to Boone's decisions late in the game, his job could be in jeopardy. That's for certain. I don't care what home run he hit to send to what World Series. Like, you replace Girardi, and those are no small shoes to fill. And if he flops here and flops on a big stage, like the playoffs where you got one game to get it done, he could be in trouble. Um, I agree. I, th- I think here's the thing. You, you pay Garrett Cole $324 million yep. for this game right here, right? Yeah. If, he, if he doesn't get it done, I I don't know what to say. I mean, The contract was for nothing. Literally staffed the team. Exactly. They have put together this team for moments like this, right? Garrett Cole is your guy. He went out and got Stan. You know, you, you, you've grown judge, you know, you, you have all these guys on this Rizzo Gallo, like this team is ready. And if they don't make it happen right now, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. This team, that's why I, my heart says socks always will. I think Devers is the best third baseman in baseball. And, you know, I love Machado Nick, but I just think that's the case as far as hitting goes. Um, I mean, obviously Arenado and Chapman's glove and Machado, the Machado and, you know, Arenado would love to say something about it, but I think Devers as of this year is the best hitting third baseman. It's tough to argue with the numbers. Love Xander as well. Um, I think we got some nice pieces on this team. I'm confident in us going forward. Love to see sale back. Uh, how has got a bright future once we stop limiting his innings. Um, but I just, this Eovaldi is a fastball pitcher and it's going to come in hot and it's Gallo. It's Rizzo. And it's a short porch over there and right. Uh, you got Judge and Stan. Stan's been on fire, dude. Stan smoked us when they swept us. He smoked us. And yeah. if Garrett Cole does not get it done in this moment right here, like you're saying, Nick, you don't pay a guy this money to win the Cy Young. You pay him. Your win. Your goal is to win the World Series, not get individual trophies for your boys. And if he right. can't I mean, lock it in, I don't know what you're paying him for. I mean, you look at the Dodgers, right? They go out and get Scherzer. And everyone's saying they get Scherzer for this one game wild card after the wild card team. And look what is happening. He's going to pitch against the Cardinals on Wednesday. Yeah, that Cardinals so. team, though, I want to hit on that, though. That Cardinals team is no joke. 
The Cardinals team is no joke. Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, they're the hottest team in baseball right now, right? It's it's the team that I don't think anyone wants to play right now. And I've been saying this from, from the get-go, right? When the Giants took over for first place, I'm like, okay, wow, this is actually a solid opportunity. And I was looking at this as a Padres fan, right? The best chance you're going to have about knocking off the Dodgers in the playoffs is one game, right? This is a one-game series. Mm-hmm. That is the best opportunity you're going to have to beat the Dodgers in playoffs, right? If you get five games or seven games against them, they're going to beat you. They're too deep. Their rotation's deep. Their lineup is deep but this is a one chance opportunity. And I think the Cardinals got to seize it, right? I think, I think all of baseball is hoping that the Cardinals can get this one done because if they do, then that kind of opens up the playing field a little bit for the rest of MLB. Mm -hmm. If the Dodgers win this game, they're winning the world series. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I think that on that note, I will say the it's a it's a heartwarming story for the Cardinals. They go on that ridiculous win streak. They have Wainwright pitching, who's been playing some of his best baseball in God knows how long. O'Neill is I was telling Tyler toss Tyler O'Neill stats to end the season. Goldtrent was great. Arenado was spectacular as per usual. I love Carlson. Edmonds a nice piece up top. To me, though, if you're pitching, picking one guy in the history of baseball to start this game. It very well may be Max Scherzer. Like that very well may be the case. And honestly, like with Randy Johnson, with the Rocket, with Greg Maddox, Pedro, of course, you know, guys that we've really seen, Kershaw, the Grominator, who at the beginning of the year I was saying maybe the best pitcher I've ever seen. I don't think, I think to me, it is Max Scherzer, the best guy I've seen. And if I want one guy in the mound in this game, it's not Garrett Cole, not Verlander. It's him. And he is an absolute, he is the gamer and he is the ultimate. Like you, he's like when he embodies Anderson Silva, like I am prepared to die. Like he is prepared to die on the mound to win. He does not want to be that guy that gets traded to Los Angeles and is viewed as a flop of a trade or it's viewed as, you know, Los Angeles. Like, look, if he's getting traded to Los Angeles, he's going to, he wants to go down and win because he doesn't want to be a part of that team that was supposed to do it, paid all the money, traded all the players and flopped. No one, I have no one wants to be a part of that team. I think he gets it done. It's a very nice story for the Cardinals to slip, to slip in there, but the one game is tough. Like I wish it was a two out of three where like, you know, the winning, the, like if you're the Dodgers and you've won a hundred God knows how many games, second best team in baseball, blatantly on the There you 106 games. Giants went 107. You lose by one. You guys are one of a couple teams to go over 100. And you, you could lose it in one. It's exciting. But I feel like they should have the, like the NBA-type situation where it's a two-for-one. That's just me. But that's thanks for bringing that up. This is, uh, and I'll, I'll bow out on this. Nick, do you have one more football thing that you wanted to throw in there? Surprise that you had? Um, I mean, I just... I just think that Bijan Robinson has really solidified himself as the Heisman front runner in my eyes. And that, I don't think that's even a biased take. We were talking to Quan, our, our co-host on Talking Texas, and he was talking about how he's getting text messages from people who don't even support UT, saying that this guy is the real deal. I mean, you have professionals on Twitter talking about him. He's going to be a star in the league whenever he gets there. I mean, I'm, you know me, I'm not for taking running backs in the first round in the NFL draft, but he's going to be that guy. And 
I think this year no one has no one has really jumped out at me as being a Heisman favorite, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you could talk about Bryce Young, you, know, you could talk about Rattler, but like Rattler's team isn't really playing all that well. I mean, yeah, the record is five and zero, but their last three games are one score games, right? And they're not putting up a ton of numbers. But Bijan, time after time, is just getting the job done, and they're yeah, they're they're giving him a lot of carries, but he is busting off some big runs. His cuts are ridiculous. He's got so many touchdowns. He had 15 broken tackles against TCU heading into that game. I think he had 22 broken tackles all season. And that was already almost a record. So I think, I mean, he's going to be a Heisman finalist if he can stay healthy, but I think he's the favorite right now. Yeah, I think it's a great point. Um, I'll throw one more guy in the mix. Kenny Pickett. I don't even know who I was talking to the pick quarterback. It's the least sexy pick of all time, but he's got 19 touchdowns to one interception. He's been absolutely magnificent. But our boy Bijan, like we say on our other show, go check it out. I mean, Nick, that's a great take. Uh, and no one else. I mean, the Bryce Young effect, that team is just good. And that, like Toss, you said on another show, Brian Robinson there running back. Brian Robinson Jr. is fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. I Every other Heisman candidate, I'm glad you brought up Kenny Pickett because I think he's kind of, uh, he falls out of what I'm about to say right now, but every other, you know, majorly marketed Heisman candidate has had a game that didn't look Heisman-esque, except Bijan. Yep. You could point to the Arkansas game, but I'm kind of shoring that up as like our team stunk. He's, he's he's still, that game he though, right? still was pretty solid. If you look at his stat line, it actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. And all things considered, we were down the whole game. Yeah. Not running as much. Yeah. Great right. stuff, guys. Great, great stuff. Um, I love how we always go, yeah, we'll do a quick one, but we can't stop talking sports. Boys. This was a this was a major homer pod right here. We haven't done I one know. of these in a while. I know we haven't done it. It felt kind of nice, actually. I, but it felt deserved. Like our <laughs> teams, are all of our teams. We did. It was cute. It was fun. It was tasty. Um, speaking of tasty, go to betonline.ag. Toss, you want to talk about the Rangers at all? The Mavs? <laughs> hey, the Mavs, October 19th. Lucas coming back, baby. We've got the uh, the NBC the NBA season right around the corner. So Jesus, we got to do our preview soon. I'm um, excited about it. Yeah, dude, it's the best. Fans out there, go to betonline.ag, put your money down, win some money, do that whole thing, and drag both feet about and swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free, Kusha. This is the ad read. Yeah, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.